0: Hello, retro movie fans. This is a special episode, special holiday episode of the 1980s Movie Graveyard. And we, (laughs) because it's so special, we have to start it out with a special warning, don't we, cuz?
1: You know, I I may have said some stuff.
0: You may have said a few things here during the course of the uh, broadcast. Uh, Pretty much, if you haven't seen Star Wars The Force Awakens, don't Keep listen. in
1: mind, I haven't seen it either. <laughs>
0: yeah, right.
1: <laughs>
0: don't uh, don't listen to this episode of uh, the 1980s Movie Graver until they see that movie, or if you don't care, because this episode for Silent Night, Deadly Night features heavy spoilers for some reason of Star oh, Wars, no, The no, Force no, Awakens. No,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. I want you to still download the episode because then we still get the ratings number. You don't have to listen to it. But I, I can't confirm or deny. We recorded this a while ago, if, if what I said. So it could be non sequential to the plot, for all you know.
0: No, we pretty much spoiled the entire ending of Star Wars The Force. Or you spoiled, I should say. And then there was no going back. So, yeah. There's no dancing around it. Do not listen to this episode until you see the new Star Wars film, if you care. If you don't care and you don't care about spoilers for Star Wars, go ahead and listen. But, uh, yeah, we
1: we ruined it. But fans, I think you should just listen to it anyway. You're doing yourself a disservice because it's actually a real fun episode.
0: It's a great episode, and everybody should listen to it and download it just after they've seen Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. So you have been warned. Sorry if we went overboard but at least we went back to the recording studio to record this warning for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to know that Ken Ryo, is... Mm. You don't want to listen to me
0: Shut <laughs> up, that, not that. All right. You have been warned. Hello, retro movie lovers. and Once again, welcome back to the 1980s movie Graveyard it's uh it's it's a season to be remembered that's right i mean there's so much stuff going on this december so many different holidays you got your hanukkah you got your christmas you got your kwanzaa you got everything going on right now so obviously we had to do something to address this holiday season Corey, what (laughs) i want to talk about silent night deadly night
1: Holy shit! Let's talk about it then.
0: <laughs> All right. There's really no point in beating around the bush, so I'm ready to get into this film. Are you, Corey?
1: I'm out. Wait. Let me, let me. Let me pull back the curtain. <laughs> yes. Originally, our Christmas show was going to be Die Hard, but right. That's a long fucking movie to talk it through.
0: Is. It is. And I, I noticed there was a big upswing this year on the the Book of the Face of people saying their favorite holiday movie was uh, Die Hard. So
1: yeah, I didn't like that because you know when I was saying it years ago, everybody's like, "You can't count that." But you yeah, know, I don't know. And the sad thing is, is if you have a shirt, I'm not saying I do, mind you, although there might be one in my closet that says, "Now I have a machine gun." Ho, ho, ho! You really don't want to wear those in public anymore.
0: No, because that's that's really... uh, Especially if you walk into a a movie theater, you do not want to be wearing that.
1: Yeah, no, you probably wouldn't get in there, so... No, yeah. But I post some Facebook pictures, you know, of Die Hard, and they're pretty well-received.
0: They were pretty well-received, but we also post a few photos of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and those are really well-received. So I think, in a way, by doing this movie instead... We can kind of make the claim that we actually let the fans decide, wouldn't you say? Who does that? (laughs) Who does that?
1: Who does that for the fans?
0: So this is our holiday gift to you.
1: We're giving everybody the opportunity. We got got to thank all the fans on the Facebook. I mean, did you ever think just a couple months ago we would have over 2,500
0: fans? Not only did I not think that, but I didn't think that we would have 494 new ones this week.
1: I, I'm telling. You, I gotta give a shout out to. Let me give a quick shill here. Do your shill. Your big shout out. If you're on the Facebook, if you're in the face, I want you to like these pages. I'm sorry if I forget everyone. I'll remember them next week. I want you to like the Jason Voorhees Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Return to Camp Blood, Horror mm-hmm. and Sons, yeah. the Cult Obscure Media Society, mm-hmm. and uh, don't forget uh, Fits of Horror. Mm-hmm. All great sites. As long as our favorite podcast there, Meet for the Beast.
0: Oh yeah, always gotta give big thanks to Meat for the Beast. Do you oh. do do you think over where
1: Meat for the Beast? Do
0: do you think the Meat for the Beast I was
1: could... reading a fan request. Oh, were you okay? <laughs> meet from the Beast. A main man there, Jim would like Jim Covett would like I know I mispronounced that horribly. He wants you to do your impersonation of what the hell from the Terminator.
0: Oh, he wants to hear more of that?
1: He, there's a message on the Facebook he says you gotta do the impersonation and dedicate it to him
0: all right, all right, Jim. First of all, I want to say thank you for being a big supporter of the Facebook page and the podcast of course i'm going to, not only am I going to do the imitation of the garbage truck <laughs> driver from what was the date it was like july 2nd or some shit from 1984 he pulls up keep in mind the the i want to get into the psychology of this this man he's driving in the middle of night picking up garbage in the middle of the night not a glamorous job at all he just wants to you know wear his knit cap smoke his cigar and pick up the garbage but instead an electrical storm comes and a cyborg comes and this electrical storm almost like an emp pulse you know renders this man's garbage truck lifeless and then next thing you know he's got a six foot tall 260 pound naked austrian sitting right in front of his windshield so you gotta understand the surprise and the shock that this man's going through
1: well, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna make the noise of the garbage truck, and then I'll make the noise of the lightning storm before you say it.
0: That's good. I was going to do that. We also need the <clears> score <throat> too. So I'm gonna start out with the score. You come in with those sound effects, and then I'll impersonate the truck driver too. Okay, let's go. All right. Doom! 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 Uh, what the hell what the hell god damn, what the hell what the hell and then as a bonus Jim i want to throw in the uh, homeless guy who gets his pants sewn hey buddy did you see a really bright light alright so <laughs> now that <I've, laughs> we've done a dramatic recreation of the terminator <laughs> Let's go ahead and Corey, are you ready to watch Silent Night, Deadly Night? Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Smoking is not permitted in this auditorium. It's the law. Please be considerate and don't talk during the show.
1: Eddie. all right
0: also the the uh the what the hell um uh garbage truck driver showed up in rocky 3 on our last show yeah. didn't he? that's right he did all right so we got silent night deadly night queued up here there's been various different versions of this release i'm watching the blu-ray Corey's watching one of the dvds there's like eight out of print dvds
1: yeah, I've got the uh, out of print uh, artisan with the uh, the one and two, but it's also the uncut because it flat out tells you that your uncut scenes are VHS.
0: Right, and and that's what the Blu Ray from Anchor Bay has as well. So let that weird screenplay that tells you that the uncut scenes are from a VHS tape, and just go. There's no opening like studio logos or nothing like that. There's just uh, you know basically a wreath comes flying at the screen, It says Silent Night. Then there's a blood splatter. When it says Silent Night, Deadly Night on the screen, that's where we got it paused at. It's at the 21-second mark on the Blu-ray, probably something similar on the DVD. All right, so we have a pause on the screen that says Silent Night, Deadly Night. I
1: feel like we've been over this three times already.
0: I feel like I've done this before. I want to say instead of 1, 2, 3, go this time, I'm going to say 1, 2, 3, ho, as in ho, ho, ho. So when you hear me say ho, hit play on your DVD player, everybody. Let's go. 1, 2, 3, Ho. Ho, ho,
1: ho. All right, here we go. Somebody like... says ho, I think of the Godfather. From
0: the R- World Wrestling Federation?
1: Yes, yeah, back before it went to shit. Mm. There's Gilmer McCormick.
0: I love Who would name
1: their kid Gilmer?
0: Gilmer. A goober? <laughs>
1: Pretty, yeah.
0: Hi, I'm a goober. My son's named Gilmer.
1: Robert Brian Wilson, introducing him as Billy. If you look him up on IMDb, it introduced him and retired him. Yeah,
0: how do you think uh, Robert Brian Wilson took the time to actually film a, you know, a horror, slasher Christmas movie when he was busy writing all those Beach Boy albums?
1: Well, I think that's a different guy.
0: <laughs> oh it's a different Robert Brian Wilson. <laughs> I,
1: I believe so.
0: Lots of uh, casting by Stansy Stokes.
1: That's that's the gold standards of casting.
0: Music by Perry Botkin. <laughs> is hey. Perry Bach in co-word for, for Casio synthesizer?
1: It could be. I think he's the baller and shot caller of music.
0: Baller and shot caller of cheap synthesized scores. This is actually, even though we're watching the, um, what do you call it, the uncut VHS added footage version, this is still actually a very short movie, wouldn't you say?
1: I don't even think it's an hour and a half long.
0: No, I think it's like eighty-four minutes or
1: something. Yeah, my wife and I watched it the other day, and I think at one point I was like, "Wow, it's it's over."
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, and it's it's beyond cheaply filmed. I mean, this is beyond low budget.
0: Yeah, they got they got some good locations though. This opening shot with the mountains and shit, like you know they 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 try to make it scenic. It's it's like that kind of cheap. Grainy film with the um, porno lighting, but it, the, the scenery is good in the background, I think.
1: Yeah, it's your typical slasher from that era. Yeah. I the see... mom's pretty fucking hot.
0: Yeah, she actually is. And I think it was actually probably a sleazy stroke that they cast a hot woman as the mom, you know, mm-hmm. based on what's coming up later.
1: That's one ugly baby.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, I kind of wonder why in this story, you know, I'm assuming someone's listening to this uh, commentary, they've seen this movie probably many times. I wonder why they fought the need to like throw the baby in and make it later the younger brother. Like, were they thinking the sequel right away, or was it just because? It, cause it really kind of gets in the way. The, the, the story would be a lot more streamlined if it was just Billy was the only kid in the movie. I think
1: you don't really see the the little brother at the orphanage, but like in one scene. But right, yeah, I don't know. The brother was obviously tougher. He escaped for a few sequels.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did.
1: Not old Billy's punk ass
0: Mm-mm.
1: with the haircut by Tupperware,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: When I hate we, kids with piss poor haircuts
0: when you were, uh, because we grew up around the same era, yeah, the Star Wars era, if you will. Did you ever yeah. have that haircut? Probably not only did I have that haircut, but like the sides like went down so far they covered up my ears. I always see that when I see pictures of myself as a little kid. As singer
1: recall, I always had crooked bangs, too.
0: Really? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I always wondered, how did I put up with my, my ears being so hot as a kid with all that hair, like, covering?
1: My kid's growing a ponytail, and he's six. Is he? <laughs> he wanted to grow a ponytail. I mean, his bangs come down to his lips.
0: Wow.
1: He gels back, though. He puts the mousse on there. <laughs> does he? Yeah, he really does. I was like... And my first Jamie was like You're not gonna grow your hair long And he's he like I saw a picture of dad with long hair I was like well I am no hypocrite You wanna go get your ear pierced <laughs> That's funny Put a can of worms like you wouldn't believe
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here we have you know The famous scene from the movie here Where they meet the grandfather And I gotta say this this actor This old man he's perfect I mean not only was his acting His hokey ass acting but like just his look—he looks like the—he looks like the grandpa out of like a Norman
1: Rockwell painting. He looks kind of like bad grandpa. He does. I know this is—you know why this is an infamous scene? Because hmm. it's so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: This old man is pretending to be comatose so he can tell this kid Santa's gonna punish him. Right. I mean, did it serve any? I mean, it served a purpose, but aesthetically speaking, why did they do it? <laughs>
0: I don't know. All I know is that Bird was bragging that he posts this clip on Christmas Eve on his Facebook every single year.
1: I like that too. Here, you stay here with the deranged old man.
0: Well, to be fair, they didn't like. They didn't think the old man would uh, even like wake up or do anything. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I think you. You know, I think he was just trying to scare some sense into this boy.
0: I mean, this this kid clearly has, like, delusions and, you know what I mean? Like, like, he thinks Christmas is all about getting presents and shit. I mean, obviously the grandfather knows about murdering sprees and whatnot.
1: But, and plus, the grandfather, look at him, he looks like a man's man. Probably like yeah. he probably worked in a manufacturing plant and he sees his fucking fruity-ass grandson there wearing so much goddamn lipstick, it's glaring on my screen.
0: <laughs> Why is this five-year-old wearing lipstick so much?
1: I mean, I'm sorry, but I get you got to do makeup in movies, but they overdid it on this kid. Yeah.
0: And keep You're in probably mind.
1: Probably like, you half a fag, I'm going to scare that lipstick right out of you. <laughs> and it's okay to say that, fans, because I'm talking in context. This was 1970. So yeah. this, back this, then, this in the 80s, those. Uh, yes. You know, in the uh, in this generation, it's okay to use those words.
0: I hope when I'm an old man, I look just like this guy. I mean, this guy looks like he could be your sheriff, your local, you know, uh, letter carrier, delivering your mail. He looks like he could be a, a like a fisherman on the front of a box of fish. Fisherman.
1: Sticks. That's that's yeah. kind of where I got him more. Yeah. We're selling fiber. Yeah. He does his <laughs> little
0: You notice his eyes like all watering and shit. Like an old, you ever see like old poodles when they get too old, their eyes water.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna cast this guy in the Roadhouse remake.
0: <laughs> I think I will. Too. I'm pretty sure this guy's dead though.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. We cast Billy. He hasn't been up to much since this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. I wonder what this Billy, like, the accent, this thing, because this kid is probably the same age that you and me were when this movie came out. Um, I wonder what this kid looks like now.
1: I wonder who would, like, let their kid be cast in a movie like this.
0: I always thought the dad, um, seemed like a guy that would have been on, like, a soap opera or something. He has that look and acting style.
1: Yeah, I... kinda. Mm-hmm. I like the mom. I'm busy looking at her. Yeah. But the
0: dad has that Ryan's Hope look going on.
1: Yeah, a little bit. He kind of looks like um, he looks like he'd be Judge Reinhold's distant relative.
0: He does. This was. Uh, I,
1: so, I always felt so sorry for Judge Reinhold, though. I've said it again. A man loses his job at a hamburger shack, and he's just ostracized.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes that's the way, you know, things go now. But, uh, obviously the famous speech of the grandpa, you know, my favorite part of it is when he says Christmas Eve is the scariest night of the year. I actually kind of agree with that because, I mean, I always loved Christmas Eve as a kid. I couldn't, you know, couldn't even, it was hard to go to sleep. I was so excited because I knew I was going to get toys the next day. But, but, you know, when you're a kid and you think Santa Claus exists, like if you're willing to believe in Santa Claus, that opens up the realm of like magic and weird shit could be going on that night too.
1: What the fuck are you on over there? <laughs> Santa's for little kids. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go, hold on, I got to go off topic. <laughs> All right, go here's, off. The, here's this Santa here. This, never mind. My wife, we got my, by the time you hear this, my son got an air hockey table and a foosball table. There's two mm. big presents this year. Okay they're from Santa My wife's fucking arguing Oh no I don't want them to be from Santa Why should he get all the credit I'm like He's an imaginary character Cudden did you go away again
0: No I I muted my mic Because I had to clear my throat I I, I,
1: I give this Santa credit He's going above and beyond on Christmas He didn't need to kill that guy He just is
0: Exactly and like the, those generic potato chips were so precisely placed, so that the guy when he got the the you know the cashier when he got shot, he could fall back into him.
1: Now, when you have a kid, are you going to be like that? Are you going to be competing against an imaginary character?
0: No, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give all the credit to Santa.
1: That's what I said. Make them all from Santa. Make, well, no, then he'll think we're losers.
0: Make them all from Santa, and then you know what's great about that too. Is you get the kid like expecting because my, you know, my mom and dad, that you know, there'd be a few presents from them as well, but the big stuff was always from Santa. But like, then, like, when your kid actually is bad and they're all from Santa and he don't get he literally gets a lump of coal,
1: that's great. Well, now, though, did you see everybody saying Santa should only bring one small gift because if you're a child's friend who doesn't have as much money as you? only gets one small gift, then they'll question if Santa's real. I was like, no, you just convinced your kid that that kid was a little son of a bitch, and that's why Santa only brought him one shitty gift.
0: Exactly. He's naughty.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, just the Santa's car broke down. He didn't plan his robbery very well.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> now, do you, do you think, you know what? I didn't even really. I should have known when we when we decided to do this movie. But we're back on that topic from 1980s films that I am sick and tired of, and that's rape here. There's going to be some rape raping. Oh here.
1: God, yeah, Paul Kersey. Paul Ker-
0: where's Paul he's, Kersey?
1: He's in, it, well, he's in that tree. <laughs> <laughs> I sabotage this dude's car in the hopes that he would rape somebody. <laughs> oh fuck, Paul
0: Kersey. Paul Kersey then must have went to get coffee or something when the raping's going on because he didn't get to shoot this guy.
1: This makes no sense. Where did this guy... Okay, granted, he reversed. Why do these people reverse? Run the son of a bitch over.
0: Yeah, I would have kept going straight. I I I will say this is a pretty scary scene. I think this is maybe the scariest scene of the movie.
1: What I'm going to say is this is a lazy killer. He couldn't go two extra feet to catch the kid.
0: Well, I just don't think he saw him like jump out or whatever.
1: How could he not? He was two feet away.
0: Well, why is the kid hiding in a bush two feet away and he never kills him?
1: Well, if that don't make sense. He couldn't see him, and the kid's hiding in a bush with no leaves.
0: Mm. But he he don't kill him though. Oh, he's
1: got, a dude to, right <laughs> he's got to do to cursey right here. He's got Kersey's. Yep, Kersey's watching.
0: <laughs> yeah, here we come. The whole shirt ripped open. The the mom didn't have a bra on, did she?
1: No, I was kind of mad when I was watching this. Before he raped her, when he was like, getting ready to insert, he's showing ho, ho, ho. Oh. He just
0: slits her throat, and then he gets down to the raping because she was struggling too much.
1: Yeah. You what, what? must like him to leave still.
0: What was going on, like seriously, what was going on with the screenwriters, the directors, the producers of 1980s movies where they thought some good raping scenes was really going like, to set the box office on fire, you know?
1: Every movie has to have a rape.
0: Yeah, which I mean... First of all, raping's never really entertaining to watch in a movie. Like, second of all, you don't even really see it anymore, do you? I can't think of the last movie I saw with a rape. Well,
1: I think once Irreversible came out, and that set the gold standards for rape scenes, so you know it's hard to top that.
0: After Irreversible is either go go strong or go home.
1: Yeah, because you know doing the topping the tenille is that's not going to happen.
0: See, this actually is spooky. You know them them woods and shit
1: This is clearly A a, a backdrop of CG snow
0: (laughs) Why would you say that?
1: It looks like somebody's shaking Like uh, Epsom salt By a painting
0: Well it's it's, uh, severely slowed down Too but it looks real Though Eh I have to say this Blu-ray looks like it's full DVD quality (laughs)
1: Yeah, it probably doesn't look any different than my, it's a, I made a mistake. It's an Anchor Bay DVD that I have.
0: Yeah, that's what my Blu-ray is. I mean, it don't look horrible, but it's, you know, I don't know.
1: I'm glad Billy's growing out his hair to the mullet.
0: Yeah. And that's another thing, too, is this Billy, this is only three years later, the first scene happened in 1971 where his parents got killed. This one's 1974. This boy looks nothing like that earlier child.
1: Oh, and when you see him as an adult, he somehow turns into a sandy, blue-eyed blonde. Yeah. That's an interesting picture there of the decapitated reindeer.
0: Mm, It looked more like a polar bear.
1: I just know that's one ugly-ass kid.
0: (laughs) I hate to be mean, but it it really is.
1: I mean, that kid's ugly. He doesn't have, like, a hair lip. He's got, like, a... He's got, like, a hair cheek. (laughs)
0: He's got some uh, he's got some big chompers going on too.
1: He's got that combination of Jonah Hill Wolf of Wall Street and Stallone going on for him
0: He does what I want to know is what what's up with his his mullet He's got like a you know just a generic kid haircut where he's got no bangs he's got no part in his hair and then he's got a mullet like he wants to have a just flat hair laying down on top and mullet on the back.
1: I'm trying to figure out where that nun got that giant crucifix to hang as a tapestry on her wall.
0: Mm. That is like a giant, mm. uh, it almost looks like a sword, it's so long.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, she probably beats people with it.
0: Yeah.
1: And if there's some rape, those are her Benoit balls.
0: <laughs> I have to say, this evil nun here, though, the Mother Superior, like, just her
1: voice is so evil. You listen yeah, I went that. to Catholic school. Them nuns are, they're, a, they're fucking insane.
0: Can you even talk to them like normal people?
1: Yeah. yeah People are afraid of them though Penguins That's the only memory I have of the Blues Brothers Is he kept calling her a penguin
0: Now the younger nun actually shows Like a little bit of her hair Whereas the other ones just they totally Just see the face
1: Okay we, we need to figure it out What's a movie where a nun gets raped?
0: Bad Lieutenant
1: That's right Uh mm-hmm. I just wanted to prove a point that we could bring rape into even a nun.
0: Oh, sheesh. Yeah, I actually saw the, uh, speaking of nuns, I actually saw the Mother Teresa movie the other night.
1: Is it a Mother Teresa movie? Yeah. I don't know that one.
0: It's actually pretty good. It is pretty low budget. To tell you how low, granted, I saw it in the theater, but to tell you how low budget it was, they had a priest played by Rucker Howard.
1: Oh, my God. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> huh?
0: Now, now again, we get these snowy mountains. I'm pretty sure they shot this in Utah, if I remember right.
1: Now, did you see the remake or the...
0: Yeah, Silent Night.
1: Yeah, and no, I like that, but that was yeah. clearly filmed in Canada in the dead of summer. You've seen them people sweating to death in their winter clothes.
0: Yeah, I actually, believe it or not, I, I heard an interview with the director just the other day. He was talking about some of his newer movies, but then they asked him about that. And he said the problem was, he said they was ready to film in Canada with all the snow and everything, but they had to keep waiting for the money to come in for the budget. By the time the money came in, it was, yeah, it, was it was you know, like all the snow was gone or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. See, all the grass was green. There were flowers. All yeah. the trees had leaves. Yeah. And this yeah. makes, this, this is where he goes peeping through the lock and he sees a couple people getting busy.
0: Yeah, this kid could have this, this 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 version of Billy would I think would have been a lot more sympathetic if they just uh, would have gave him a decent haircut and not had him with that ugly ass mullet.
1: I just got a kid that didn't look so ugly.
0: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there's like kids in the backgrounds of the of these scenes and shit that look normal. Yeah, Billy looks like he somehow got an injection of. Uh, <laughs> in sexual a, genes a, or something.
1: Got a bad Botox injection, I think, in his cheek.
0: Yeah, his lip is like curling up.
1: His mom must have been fucking the director. <laughs>
0: That's
1: all I could think of. Plus, the kid's like fucking creepy. Like, you can't be sympathetic to some fucking mullet haired <laughs> fucking weirdo peeking. Through a, What do you call it? Jerking a That's a big a, ass keyhole too.
0: He could he reach his hand in there. But the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine some poor lady having to fuck a tractor to get your kid in this shitty 10 minute flashback? In <laughs> <And> this <laughs> shitty ass low budget fucking Christmas slasher movie that got pulled out of theaters after a week? <laughs>
1: Well, what's up with that kid? Is that freckles or is that rosacea on his face?
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. I, mean, I can't be sympathetic to this kid. He's just ugly.
0: Yeah. He, well, you know what? Another thing, too, is he has that thing that I, I can't stand people. and they're usually, they're usually like mean asshole people, too. But, you know, there's people they can't that. can't
1: close their mouth. Yeah,
0: they can't close their mouth.
1: I hate that butthead.
0: Yeah, fucking Andrew Luck Jr. over here
1: yeah i uh yeah she do you know what you saw uh- uh-uh. oh
0: now I was always kind of confused. who was fucking in there? Those were just older kids, like supposed to be like sixteen I, seventeen year old who lived at an orphanage.
1: That's all I can think of now he's he's got like on there's his brother who looks not like him mm well, won't bro- see anymore until the very end his brother
0: um looks more like the the earlier kid, I think. I
1: think Billy. Billy's in I think Billy's in the wrong movie. I think he's supposed to be at the casting call for young Rocky Dennis.
0: <laughs> oh that's harsh. That's hard. You know who you know who this version of Billy should have been? He should have been the bully kid in Christmas story.
1: Oh, uh we just watched that Scott Fargus.
0: <laughs> yeah, Scott I used to see that guy all the time. I mean really? I must have lived in the same neighborhood and I used to see him everywhere I went.
1: Yeah, take it he went on to no other fortune and fame from that role.
0: Well, apparently not if he was in the (laughs) same neighborhood I was when I was working at Best Buy.
1: Have you ever seen this kid anywhere?
0: (laughs) That that I can't say.
1: Because if he grew up, you know, if he morphed in anything like an uglier version, he probably hung himself.
0: (laughs) He he, he probably could have went on to play a young Jason (laughs) Voorhees without any
1: makeup. Say all they had to do is shave his head. Yeah, we we'll do you a favor. We'll get rid of that mullet.
0: Yeah, I wonder, did they have mullets in 1974? Because I, I mean, they know, had man. mullets in like 1983 when they filmed this movie. But
1: I was born in 74, showing my age. So I don't know.
0: I was born in 77. And
1: again, in the, in the same sense, this fucking weirdo had on white moon boots too.
0: He did. He looked like he put a girl's galoshes on.
1: There. See, he's got he had a white moon, which he's now changing to tennis shoes, acid wash jeans, and a plaid shirt. Yeah,
0: you know what's different? That's now? why he's
1: in the orphanage. Who the fuck would adopt him?
0: <laughs> That's why when the, the the new parents come in to pick the kids, this ugly fuck comes out. Like they probably what they probably do is when there's actually a nice kid that they want to get adopted, they put him next to Billy in the lineup, so it makes him, it makes the other kid look way better.
1: You say in the lineup, yeah, <laughs> and then to, told Billy to go hide in his room. <laughs> now,
0: who has a nightmare like this? He looks like he's doing aerobics in his bed.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, like I've had some fucking nightmares, everybody has, yeah. but I don't recall ever doing that, yeah. See, I don't get, was he supposed to have repressed all this and then all at once it just comes flooding back to him?
0: I think so, because the, uh, the the nun was saying, like, all this shit about being naughty and all this. I, th- I guess that, like, you know, it was his trigger about the Santa shit and all that.
1: See, now she's going to, she ties him up.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, this, probably even by 1974 standards, this is probably child abuse, wouldn't you think?
1: Well, I don't really blame her. She's probably afraid she'd run into that kid in the hallway in the middle of the night. And get scared.
0: Yeah. She's probably afraid and he's going to look through the peephole of her door.
1: <laughs> pajamas on. He looks like sloth. Yeah. Hey, you guys.
0: Well, that's how you can tell shit was different back then than now. It's like you see like a lot of logos. Like he had a Yogi Bear puzzle or board game. There was like a Mickey Mouse hat on the thing like you actually see like all these brand names and trademarks in the background of this cheap ass slasher low-class movie like I, I legally i don't think you can get away with that now in movies King
1: be like yodel bear and shit like that yeah see i don't get what her thing is yep i'm gonna tie him up and then i'm gonna make him sit on santa's lap
0: <laughs> force and to that's kind of shitty too, because this is um, like Christmas morning, and all the orphans are getting their one shitty toy, and like they have mm-hmm. they have the stockings in the background with the kids' names just like written on a piece of uh, like like masking tape. Like they, they, they just... all
1: appear to be empty.
0: Yeah, they're all empty as fuck. Like they didn't get any candy bars, like nothing. Like did they put the kid's name on tape so when he gets adopted, they can rip it off and put the they name? Just rip of them...
1: it off. They recycle them. <laughs> yeah. Why is Billy wearing green pajamas?
0: I don't know. It, this it, kid
1: was just doomed from day one.
0: It was the season.
1: <laughs> this, this you is think crazy. they'd be more sympathetic though to this kid? You yeah, know, they're especially really not his, at all. Especially she the, is. That one nun is the mother superior. The young is, nun right?
0: is, but she don't she don't do anything. Like she don't try to help him. You know.
1: Well, the other one's mean. She should have just fucking clamped his eyes open and watched him make Christmas cartoons or something, do the clockwork orange on him.
0: Yeah. Speaking of clockwork orange, this is almost like a clockwork orange scene with a little kid throwing on Santa's lap. He's like a young Loomis here.
1: Pretty much. Yep. there's Steve stocking down there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Written on fucking crayon. Wow, that was a a good wind-up from a seven-year-old kid to knock a grown man on his ass. You ain't kidding, that's...
1: That's the Roman Reigns Superman punch right there.
0: It was, and he bloody his fucking nose too.
1: Sad thing is that ugly kid's more over than Roman Reigns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he is new champion (laughs) Roman Reigns.
1: Oh, poor Billy! Now somehow all this abuse, he grows up to be handsome. He
0: does a real bow hunk, if you will. Uh, This is a great reaction here, though. You know what
1: he kind of looks like there That looks like it could be Bob Backlund's love child
0: (laughs) It does (laughs) Uh,
1: Spring 1984 And for those of you that can't do math They even tell you it's 10 10 years years later
0: later. Or maybe you just were going to the bathroom When uh, they were doing it Now this is where we really get into the meat of the story At this shitty toy store Oh my god is this the shittiest toy store you've ever seen They don't have like Shelves that a toy store would have they have like shelves that you would have in your basement. By... <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm not kidding you. I have a shelving set almost like that in my garage.
0: Yeah, and and the, and they're not like new garage shelves either. These fuckers are old and dusty looking. And like it's Christmas time, and half the store is pool floaties.
1: Okay, see, there you go again. I don't know what happened to Billy.
0: Yeah, who. who Like, every time they they do a jump in time and you get the new Billy, like, it's hard to really even fathom that it's the same person that you've seen before.
1: Well, they're probably like, we gotta get somebody that's semi-handsome. We get this ugly fuck. Ain't nobody gonna have sympathy for him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Although, I could, well, I don't know. I could kind of see that ugly Billy growing up to be this guy, but this guy does have two blonde of hair now.
1: He does. I mean, he's all clean cut. He he doesn't look like someone who suffered years of abuse at the hands of a nun.
0: Yeah, that other ugly Billy when he grew up, like he would have been run... now this is what I think is funny is like year round the Toy Story keeps a like those uh not a kooky spook, but those plastic I was gonna
1: say they have the the Halloween costumes, but they don't have the kooky spook.
0: No, they don't. But they, sell they them. They didn't have
1: that in the budget.
0: Yeah. Apparently, even at Christmas time, they're still selling Halloween costumes, which would never happen in real life. But if you think about it, that's actually a very smart thing for toy stores because, you know, kids always would wear, would want to, you know, get their parents to get them like Halloween costumes, wear them all year round. Kids don't care.
1: Oh, my kid went through the phase where he wanted to wear, uh, like his Batman costume and Spider-Man costume. I let him.
0: Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You're only a kid once. Life's going to get eventually eat a hole in your soul when you're older. Might as well have fun when you're little.
0: Yeah, here we are in the Return of the Jedi Jabba the Hut section of the store. That's literally the only thing on the shelf there is Jabba the Hutt. Which,
1: <laughs> which is right in front of some inflatable Easter uh, yeah. bunny rabbits.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Iris Toys is the shittiest toy, there. Although they did do a good job of painting the windows. Right, here's,
1: here's what here's why I don't get about this kid. He always goes psycho. Only apparently they even said he's only bad around Christmas time.
0: Yeah, why don't this
1: poor pressure. kid? Why don't he just go take siesta somewhere? You know, at Christmas time, be all alone.
0: Yeah, well, you think the nuns would know like what's going on with him, too?
1: See, he'd be okay nowadays because nowadays you can't call it Christmas.
0: Yeah, for the people that don't have the DVD, we should say this this toy store, this is where Billy works now. And, and pretty much where the, I'd say the next third of the movie is going to take place.
1: Yeah, because if you want to get someone who's, obviously the other nun's a cunt too. She gets this poor traumatized kid a job in a toy store at Christmas time.
0: Yeah, when you know Christmas is like the worst thing that's ever happened to him.
1: I didn't really get this, this weirdo, his foreman or whatever back there.
0: Yeah, there's. There can't. I mean, this toy store is so small. They're like. They they act like this guy who kind of bullies Billy and works with him in the stock room. They act like this guy's like the head of shipping and receiving. How many stock? How many shipments could this place be getting a week?
1: <laughs> we got in six Jabba the Hutt boxes yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to need help raking them down.
0: Do you have any of the little figures, the Darth Vader's, the. No, nah, we don't stock those. We stock Jabba the Hutt.
1: <laughs> We stock Jeff, but I got some, I got some old GI Joe costumes back here, the inflatable bunny.
0: Excuse me, my son wants the Tie Fighter from Star Wars for Christmas. Well, here you go. We got a nice Job of the Hut on the shelf. right here. <laughs> <laughs> and, if you, and if you've already got the Job of the Hut for birthday or whatever, like you can also get them the Job of the Hut here. We do have one Do back in stock, but. Other than that, we also have the Job of the Hut that's on the, the shelf, job. out of the box. <laughs> you can get that well, one. Did
1: you see Billy? Billy stole Mister Potato Head and was building it in the middle of the aisles. I hope he got docked for that.
0: Yeah, he did. Because once it's you take dollars, once you take it out of the package, you can't sell that. You got to no. go back to selling Job of the Hut. Well, there's a there's, there's a couple. If you look underneath the Job of the Hut section of the toy store, there is a couple crawl board games. <laughs>
1: That's probably worth more money than that job at a hut place.
0: <laughs> probably. Everybody, well, everybody it makes job at the sense. huts.
1: Yeah, but see the little tight slide. They got to keep their valuable stuff in the back. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all oh, the Billy. shit people would actually buy. You got to keep it in the back.
1: Now, if he's all freaked out about this, makes why, no why sense. Why are we yeah.
0: looking at a man's hairy ass right now? I, I don't know.
1: Is this what, what Billy's
0: I, fantasizing about?
1: He's fantasized about till he realizes it's naughty. Okay. See, Billy could have been. This could be the inspiration for Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: <laughs> it really could.
1: So now, got to punish that bitch.
0: Now Billy's having a fantasy that his his naked hairy ass is in bed with the the girl who works at the toy store with him. Um. I mean, what do you think about this girl? You think she was a good leading lady? You know, to be in this sleazy movie, or do you think no. she got somebody better?
1: Would you cast
0: Lenea Quigley instead in this role?
1: Lenea Quigley's gross looking in this movie.
0: Yeah, she kind of is. I would take this this woman over, Lenea Quigley.
1: I would cast Paul Kersey's daughter.
0: Paul Kersey's daughter actually wasn't bad looking. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and now Billy's fantasizing that a VHS... uh, (laughs) ...same that... Come and killed the woman while he was that was some upper
1: bed. 11th looking stuff right there. <laughs>
0: that was some upper 11th quality.
1: That wasn't the highest quality.
0: Mm-hmm. Now Billy's crawling back in the corner and flashing back to when he used to crawl in the corner as a little boy.
1: So where's Billy live now? Is he still at the orphanage or does he have a cot in the back of Ivor's toys? I
0: think he's got a cot in the back. He's got some nice wood paneling that I don't think they have. Now look at this is why Ira can't make any money. He's just opening the G.I. Joe toy, uh you know, the little vehicle, whatever it is, the hang glider. He's just he opens it up and he dumps it out onto the uh the table and then he starts putting it back like what was he doing there?
1: He's missing the job of the hunt playset. He's trying to find the pieces obviously. <laughs> trying to find the big
0: Did you have the job of the hut Because I I did have it.
1: the I yeah. think I did have it to be honest with you.
0: And it came with the little frogs that he was supposed to eat and salacious crumb.
1: It didn't have the little cage, which was the Rancor pit.
0: Yeah, which there was no way you could fit the Rancor in there. You could barely, like, laying down fit a fit a guy in there.
1: Here's my other complaint with this. It's not a complaint with the movie, but, like, if you really think about it, so Billy is freaked out by Santa's, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes on a killing spree. Which why didn't he is just Santa? Why didn't he just go kill people dressed like Santa?
0: You mean, like, he wanted to or whatever?
1: Yeah, like, why didn't Billy just snap and go kill, like, Santas all over town?
0: Oh, actually, oh, I see what you're saying. Why didn't he kill the people dressed as Santa? Yeah. Well, I I think the thing about it was he wasn't really a killer. Like, he wasn't really that violent himself. He just thought Santa was a violent person, and that's what a Santa did. So then when he saw himself in the Santa suit, then he became violent like Santa.
1: He could have got a gun, kept it in some shitty ass hotel, and then just went around killing Santas that ring bells.
0: Now, do you think if he was going to do that, that he would lay his his toy worker smock down into a yeah. shit covered bathroom?
1: <laughs> Probably change his outfit. Yeah. Now he but... might be. In- to get, I don't know why they picked him Instead of the fucking pudgy ass dude That was his foreman in the <laughs> exactly. back no, Don't get the fucking tubby guy Looks like the big ragu from Laverne and Shirley well, no, Get they, fucking porno Bo Duke over here
0: Well why wouldn't Ira dress up He's like an older man I mean Santa like, ain't supposed you know, to be an 18 year old kid With a white beard
1: Oh, uh, and, and truthfully if he freaked out About going near Santa that he punched him mm. Don't you think he'd be pissing himself Putting on the costume
0: Yeah like, just when they held up the fake beard or whatever, like, he would get scared and run away.
1: A lot of plot holes in this.
0: Yeah, it just it doesn't make a whole. I mean, uh, but then again, I don't think this, this, uh, well, some VHS. It's I didn't part understand part, this, right this part was VHS. It's just a kid sitting on his lap.
1: Well, he even tells the girl, I'm going to punish you. And then she calms down. What a way he's got with the children. <laughs> If you run
0: across a stranger kid and it's giving you shit and them that you're going to punish.
1: You know, I remember, what was the tagline for this? You survived Halloween. Now right. get ready for Christmas. Yeah.
0: Now what do you think of the, ho- the holiday era slashers? Do you think that was something that they should have continued?
1: I don't... Yeah, like I had no problem because like I like everybody liked Halloween, of course. Mm. I, I this is actually, you know, believe it or not, is, is you know, we were kind of goofing on it, but it is a it does hold up. This is a pretty good one. Uh, Black Christmas was good.
0: Yeah, Black Christmas. Um, New, was
1: Year, my New Year's Evil's good. Yeah, uh, I didn't even hate the Black Christmas remake.
0: I thought you said you hated New Year's Evil
1: though, cousin. No, I didn't hate New Year's Evil. It's not my favorite movie by any means.
0: Do you own the DVD of it?
1: I do not. I think Shout Factory put it out, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I got it. It's awesome. Blu-ray. It actually looks awesome. I
1: like My Bloody Valentine.
0: My Bloody Valentine's good.
1: April Fool's Day.
0: Yeah, I actually like April Fool's Day. A lot of people don't. Where's the Arbor Day killer? I don't know. I think that's been a running joke that somebody should have. Okay, Ira doesn't have the best security because, I mean, look how, even if he locks the door, look how wobbly the door is.
1: He's just worried about getting sloshed. Yeah. Don't forget we even got Uncle Sam. Well,
0: yeah, which, which, by the way, this is, like, the worst, like, whatever Christmas party in this toy store. Like, all they have is, like, hard, like, Whatever, Jim Bean, whatever type alcohol and potato chips. <laughs> that job of and the Billy,
1: hut and, and Billy's still just sitting there.
0: Yeah, that job of the hut section is still fully stocked back there. How could this be Christmas time? By the by the way, I worked at a Toys R Us for two years, and uh, Christmas time, literally a week or two before Christmas, the shelves would be empty. We get a new truck and we put every single piece of merchandise on the shelves. It was like the shelves were just empty. Yeah, Irish, I'm, 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 Irish shitty
1: I'm going toys. to Toys R at Christmas. They're, they usually are empty.
0: Yeah, Irish shitty toys, fully stocked with the latest Halloween, <laughs> Easter, <laughs> whatever <laughs> merchandise.
1: And he clearly had a lot of customers. He had a line of people to see yeah. Santa.
0: And they, and he said, "Oh, it's finally seven o'clock." Oh, they, they have one castle, Grayskull at um, Irish Toys there. But um, oh, that
1: was, that's a highly sought after toy. Yeah. I had Castle Skull.
0: I did, too. Did you have Snake Mountain?
1: I did not have Snake Mountain.
0: Snake Mountain came out a few late, years later where even I was almost too old to be in the Masters anymore.
1: I had the slime pit that Hordak had.
0: Oh, really? I didn't even know he had a slime pit. Mm-hmm. What was it? It came with like a bunch of like
1: slimy like shit? Like the claw with the claw pin the guy to it, and then you'd pour the green slime into just the mouth, and it would come out.
0: And what would happen, it would just like cover the doll up would or whatever? Cover the
1: doll up, it would stink, and then after like three uses, you'd have to buy another can of slime, because it would get all crusty.
0: Yeah, it would dry up and shit. I had, a, I had a Venom toy that came with the black slime, and there was like, you would take the back out and put the slime in there, and then he had a hole in the chest, and you just would squeeze it, and the black slime would come out of his chest.
1: I had a Sucker Man toy when I was a kid. That's worth a lot of money now, but I'm nostalgic. I'm going to buy myself another one.
0: Oh, I love Sucker Man. My Sucker Man was red. What color was yours? Yep, mine was too. Yeah, that was aw- that was literally one of my favorite toys. I used to run around the house and stick it on the stuff and say, Sucker Man, Sucker Man.
1: Well, it looked like a fucking devil vampire. It
0: did. It was evil looking. They made them for years and years. I looked it up like a year or two ago and watched the TV commercials on
1: YouTube. I still have my Crusher.
0: What was the Crusher?
1: That was the big green monster thing, and you would, like, you would do the, unpop the K in his belt, and you'd flatten him down, mm. and then he'd pull the back of it out, and he'd get real big again.
0: Wow. I don't remember those. All right, this part of the Blu-ray does look good in the toy store. Oh, Crusher with the K,
1: if you want to check it out.
0: Crusher. I'll have to look it up. Ira's getting very VHS-y here. I was just gonna say this is this part of the Blu-ray, the Toy Store actually does look good. The or the uh, what do you call it, Santa's display there, with the colors, the colors were popping there for a second.
1: His window looks pretty good too. Yeah, but why? In the poor quality.
0: Yeah, I was good. Like this is what I didn't understand about the VHS quality is why did these dialogue scenes be unrated? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, because if
1: you look the gore scenes. They're normal.
0: Yeah, they're normal. It's all this like extra talking that doesn't mean shit. Like, why do they How have to many, cut these out for an R rating?
1: Especially, why would you cut out talking when your movie uncut is only eighty minutes?
0: <laughs> yeah, what was the cut version? <laughs> like twenty five. They, they panning this
1: to air on television in prime time.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the stock room back there. Maybe they'll show it again. But like, there was rap presents back there. Days. Like, why? Why would a toy store have rap presents in the back? <laughs>
1: You know what I've realized? We're about to see another rape.
0: Yeah, we kind of are here.
1: They should have got Charles... They they wouldn't have had no controversy. They should have had Charles Bronson endorse this movie.
0: I think this girl doesn't understand that she's supposed to wear another shirt underneath that low-cut-as-hell a sweater, open-chest sweater.
1: You know, this was the 80s, and he does look like the Big Ragu. Yeah.
0: Now, granted, I was... a. You know who Billy kinda looks like in the like in the face with this Santa suit on where his hair covered up where you can't see it? This motherfucker looks like Blake Griffin from the LA Clippers. Really? Hey, he really fucking does. It's weird. I won't lie to you, I don't know who that dude looks like. I don't
1: watch basketball.
0: Yeah. This that, I think that's that looks that's a dead ringer right there for Blake Griffin when he's in the Santa suit.
1: Is Lamar Odom playing next season? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe if he can get a new liver, a new kidney, a new... Heart. you know what? Sad cousin is Lamar Odom was actually one of my favorite basketball players. I have his Miami Heat jersey.
1: Uh, he get rehabbing good. He can play murder ball in a few years.
0: Oh, that's sad. I don't. I don't wanna... think he can
1: walk. Can he?
0: I don't think so. I think see, he needs like organ transplants. Yeah, I think he's too weak to walk.
1: Let's see what happens when you start fucking around with him. Kardashians
0: is what I call
1: them Mm
0: -hmm. mommy daddy I want a Bugs Bunny plastic costume for Christmas
1: (laughs) shouldn't Lamar Odom be up on charges for all the illegal narcotics he had
0: (laughs) yeah I don't honestly like the fact that he he overdosed on drugs in a state where prostitution is legal (laughs) I think they're going to let that slide
1: uh, he had a lot of hair on, though, didn't he? Uh,
0: I don't know. I, like I know he had like a mix of, like he had a heart attack or something because he took too much herbal Viagra. But oh, okay. but but they found trace amounts, I guess, of cocaine and other shit in the system and
1: alcohol. But it was the, it on. was the Viagra that got him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he straightens up, rips open um, this grease ball, rips open that girl's sweater. You're right. This is another rape here.
1: Another another doing the. The to kneel here yeah.
0: so it this scares
1: Billy this is and it, uh, it during the rape, they're flashing back to the other rape,'
0: his mom getting raped just so they can show her boobs one more time, now, yeah, you gotta admit though, just from like a technical like directing editing standpoint, this part of the movie is pretty good, the way they do it,
1: oh, I think the you know as as low budget as this is, I think the whole movie works really good, yeah now. I'm gonna remake this into PG. I'm just gonna cut all this stuff out.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I bet there's a few
0: people out there on the on the Facebook that would convince us. You know, a lot of those Krampus fans out there would convince us this this movie with just a few trims or maybe even no trims would be rated a PG now. I don't I don't believe that
1: whatsoever. Krampus isn't that the movie where they just keep dragging people away?
0: <laughs> yeah, you see twelve people dragged away in <laughs> the entire movie. Because it's
1: a PG-13. What's this other Christmas movie I keep seeing the box of everywhere? This Christmas horror story.
0: I don't know. I think that's like a Krampus fight Santa Claus movie or some shit.
1: I'm sure that's PG-2.
0: Yeah. Or it could be unrated at the Walmart. Oh.
1: Yep, see, there, there he's finally snapped.
0: Yeah. He's going full VHS now. I have to say, though, like, honestly, like, I, I really never saw this movie when it came out because it got yanked from theaters, and I just never saw it on cable or anything. Just never ran across it. I was kind of disappointed. Like, I knew it was about a guy in a Santa Claus suit killing people, but I was kind of disappointed that he doesn't wear the beard. It kind of, like, ruins the look when he you just see his face, you know, sticking out there.
1: Yeah, that's kind of lazy.
0: Yeah. Now, he, he, he's got to be strong. He hung this fat Guido up like nothing with some uh, (laughs) with some uh, no offense to the fat Guido's out there but uh, he hung this Polly up just by a string of Christmas lights one one handed
1: and then what kind of ungrateful bitch she is she's like you're crazy it's like he just saved you
0: you know in all honesty I didn't get that either because I understand she's freaked out by the violence of it but she starts beating him up he saved her, like, literally, he walked in and saved her from a raping.
1: Yeah, she must, well, look what she's wearing. We've covered it. She didn't have a shirt on underneath it. She was asking for it.
0: You know, I mean, it sounds crude to say that, but when somebody saves you from a rape and you're not <laughs> grateful, you're clearly the daughter of Paul Kersey.
1: Obviously. I bet Paul Kersey's watching from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, You notice that, the big murder where he's ripping her guts out, that didn't go VHS.
0: Yeah, there's a few shots of just, like, the little, like, whatever, that was kind of VHS-y, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, she was an ingrateful whore right there.
0: Yeah. I have to say, I was a little disappointed, because I was hoping that she would become Billy's girlfriend when I watched this movie the first time. Really? Yeah.
1: You know, come to think of it, I don't think this movie did play on cable. Oh,
0: yeah, I, I think once it got banned or whatever from the theater, like, it really, you know...
1: It had a VHS release, because I remember I had it, because it was in, like, one of the giant oversized cases.
0: hmm Did you buy it, like, long after the fact, like, a VHS Oh, I, it was play? probably in the
1: 90s when I bought it. Yeah. Because I didn't see this movie, too. I was probably... I mean, I always remembered the controversy, but... I was probably even out of high school when I watched it for the first time, to be honest with you.
0: I didn't see it until the Blu-ray because the DVDs would always go out of print and be 50 bucks for a shitty DVD.
1: Yeah, this one was worth quite a bit. I got it at a CD trade post for like
0: $2. Yeah, when that $15 Blu-ray came out, I jumped on it. And I was like, maybe it will go down to 10 $5, but I'm not going to be caught out of print again.
1: No, they get you on that It's the the Savage Streets Christmas version
0: Yeah, Yeah, it really is
1: I want to figure out how Billy came up Around the building that clearly has no other areas And and got in front of him
0: Yeah Yeah, he's killing He kills Ira now with the hammer In the stock room He's
1: killed everyone They should have just called this massacre at Ira's toys
0: Yeah, really because, like, you know, big. I think, you know what, though? I think the movie actually gets weaker once he leaves Iris Toys. I, I, I yeah, think they should bit. have more employees and they should have him slow. Because cause he just, like, now. keep in mind, these are the first people he's ever murdered in his life. You know what I mean? It's, he's not, like, a long-time serial killer by any means. And, like, pretty much he just off three people in the span of five minutes in the storeroom, you know?
1: Would you say Intruder has ripped this off?
0: Hmm... You know what, I could actually really see that, just for the simple fact that Intruder came out about four years after this. But I will Intruder say... Intruder is a
1: very overrated movie.
0: I mean, in terms of, like, calling it great, I, I would say that's overrating it. But I think Intruder did a really good job of, like, you know, making the one location, the supermarket killer. Like, they, they, I'll give it credit, they made it last the entire movie. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm like, just glad he's killing everybody in this creep joint.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a creep joint. Now, I, I think this part is actually the best part of the Toy Story uh, Toy, Story, Toy Story, uh, killing spree because they actually draw out the suspense a little more with this lady trying to get away and call the cops. And her, You know what I mean? Like The other ones, it was more like people just walked into the room and got killed.
1: She don't make it very far, though.
0: Mm-mm. See, like, and that's kind of the problem with Iris Toys is um, if they could have shot it like, a Toys R Us type toy store or Children's Palace or something, this could have been I remember really...
1: Children's Palace. You like it? I did. We don't have them around here anymore.
0: Yeah, like, in my area, we had Children's Palace first, and then Toys R Us kind of muscled in, and then eventually uh, Toys R Us bought all the Children's Palaces from what I remember.
1: We we had three Toys R Us here. The great big one closed, though, a few years ago. Hmm. Just got a couple smaller ones. I remember, then there's also this thing called Amazon where everything's cheaper.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you don't have to go actually look for anything. But um, there's also a third one I remember too that was like it was really big store, but you would go and it was kind of like half empty and generic. There's another place called Johnny's Toys too I
1: remember. We had KB Toys at the mall.
0: Yeah, KB Toys sucked because it was super expensive and like they never had anything because the store was so small.
1: I don't even think those are around anymore.
0: No, they they went out. Because, you know, kids actually don't play with toys anymore, sadly enough.
1: No, my son, I bought him like every figure known to man when they were coming out. Mm. Him and his friends do not play with action figures.
0: No. They always want to play electronically with either a video game or a tablet or something.
1: No, mine just likes to run around.
0: Yeah, that too.
1: Ben also likes to play his Wii. Yeah. Now, i got to question the safety. Who has a kid's toy store that sells real bow and arrows?
0: A real bow and arrow because the arrow went straight through that lady's entire body. There's some good VHS there, though.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. There was a He-Man thing behind him.
0: But honestly, like, all this, um, it it definitely wouldn't be PG-13. I'm not saying that. But I think even with all this VHS, like, violence back in, I think this movie could get an R now for sure.
1: What I say we do is we cut out all the rape, we take out all the blood, and we just make the killings off screen, and we got ourselves a remake. And you know who's going to play Billy? Hmm? Ronda Rousey.
0: Ronda Rousey. Ooh. Cousin, I got to ask you. I've been thinking about this for days. Who would win in a fight? Okay, Ronda Rousey or... Kylo Ren from
1: the Force Awakens. Well, I didn't see that movie, so I'm on the Ronda Rousey.
0: Now, keep in mind, Kylo Ren, the most evil, feared, whatever villain of the galaxy, is played by the the you know the boyishly handsome action star Adam Driver with the really big ears,
1: and and he's Han Solo's kid.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why'd you have to say that? I'm going to bleep that out now.
1: Oh, I, all the nerds have seen it by this point. No,
0: this that's that's, that's too uh, that's too it's too soon, cousin.
1: What? No, it's been playing for over a week. Everybody's in mourning over Han Solo's death by now.
0: No, oh, more shit. I got to cut out. More what? Shit I gotta cut out.
1: Come <sighs> on, cousin. Oh, mm. <laughs>
0: uh, I tell you what.
1: You cut that out. You're going to be next.
0: i tell you what, something's got to be done about you. I'm going to have to complain <laughs> about you to someone. Who, I need to call the podcast police on you, cousin.
1: Don't get all butt hurt now. Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: I, I gave you 20.
0: Ah, fuck. <laughs> all right, all right. So so uh, what's his name? Billy escaped from the Toy Story. Now we just cut to a random house. Where Robert Lovejoy is having sex with Nate Quigley on a pool table.
1: I wouldn't say he escaped, he did just kinda unlock the door and walk out.
0: Something that nobody else could do. But getting back to you know how you said you could remake this movie as PG thirteen now? Oh yeah. I, I figured out how you do it. You just have Billy drag everybody back to the stock room and <laughs> you call it Krampus too. <laughs>
1: You know, you know who I would cast in this scene here, mm. Sonny.
0: You know what? That's actually a really good choice. Like, like have Sonny and then like a seventeen-year-old boy doing this scene with her because I think that's probably what she does.
1: It could be. Oh, and see, you know, if you want to make it PG, they could be on Skype,
0: and then the kid
1: could be <laughs> kid could be watching his computer screen, yes. and you hear Billy come up, and then but you don't see what happens.
0: Mm. The, uh, I gotta say, this is the early days of breast implantation technology here. And, uh, ain't no th- shit. this, uh, it's, it, what about you? It's not doing much for me personally.
1: Oh, well, it's disgusting. There's like eight inches between.
0: Yeah. You gotta have, here's a tip to women out there who want to get the breast implants, more power to you, but you gotta have some body <laughs> fat to make those things blend in. You can't yeah, be I anorexic do. like Linnea Quigley here.
1: Uh, and quickly, I mean, I'm trying to think of a movie she looked. She didn't look bad in um, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers.
0: I actually thought the hottest she ever was was in Return to the Living Dead.
1: Uh, yeah, or Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bola Rama. Yeah. Well, we're naming some real classics, ain't we? Yeah. No, who
0: who not only answers the door but keeps it wide open, standing there completely topless. Sunny. <laughs> Now, let, let let it be known, do you have a problem with Sonny and the way she makes a living?
1: No, more I, power to her, but, yeah. but I have a problem with somebody who doesn't show up for court dates.
0: Mm. Okay, this was a cheap door, because he literally, I mean, he put the axe into it, but then he just walked through the door pretty much.
1: Yeah, he did. It's like cheap car. They might as well leave it open. It ain't gonna keep you protected.
0: Yeah, they really fucked up these people's house as they shot this scene in
1: i wonder why he went there like was that the closest store from iris toy store
0: yeah was it maybe he just yeah i don't know because because there's people christmas caroling across the street but what would make you just attack a random house see this is where the movie you know starts to fall a little like whatever to me but here's the most famous part of the movie is where he throws her on a pair of deer antlers
1: I'll tell you, it does look pretty good. It's a good practical effect. It still oh, holds yeah. up, actually. Yeah.
0: I just don't know if I buy him putting her on there that slowly. You know what I mean? Like, he should have just
1: rammed her on there. Because you actually see it, like, piercing through.
0: Yeah, th- this actually had a big screen comeback. I want to say three years ago. didn't play at any of my local theaters, so I couldn't go see it. But could you imagine watching this fucking VHS on, like, a 50-foot tall, like, movie screen.
1: Well, you'd probably get the people to pay triple the price. You know, the way it was made to be seen.
0: (laughs) Now you see. (laughs) The way I always watched it was on the VHS. That's true.
1: I can't. I've been waiting 20 years for this to finally come on Blu-ray. Did you buy it? I got my copy off the YouTube.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this probably is on the YouTube. Alright, Robert Lovejoy Jr., at least he puts his clothes on when he goes to investigate the murder-sounding noises.
1: Yeah, I give him credit. All he had to do was throw on the shirt.
0: Yeah. There's a cat crying in the corner. With the the door busted open like that and all this racket going on, I think the cat would have uh, ran out the door. And and the cat keeps licking the floor there. They clearly put something down to keep that cat in that place. Yeah,
1: there's gotta be something there. Or it's on a loop
0: yeah something now how do you walk into the room look everywhere around this is almost like a blind man here and he's standing right in front of where her body is like hanging on the impaled
1: antlers is pretty goddamn skinny yeah but still i'm trying to figure out how no one could hear that commotion going on up there
0: yeah that was a good practical effect
1: yeah, she didn't look too good in this. I wouldn't have partnered up next to her what for? I wouldn't either. Billy not that tough. He's getting his ass whooped here by Ooh, this kid.
0: Billy took a fireplace poker right to the fucking face there.
1: Mm-hmm. Did too bad it? the guy had to stop.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't stop and call 911. I would uh, run out the door there.
1: Or I'd just keep hitting him with that poker till he was dead.
0: Stab him with it.
1: I'd be killing him like Ken Ryu killed Han Solo. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Will you please stop that?
1: <laughs> Why? Because, you know how many people are going to bitch about that? I don't think our target audience is Star Wars fans. Oh, I don't want to have to do spoiler warnings. Come on, I now they clearly know the end of the movie is when you finally see Luke Skywalker. Am I rooting in anything by saying that girl is his daughter? Who? Isn't the little girl Luke Skywalker's daughter? Now that I don't know. Really. I heard that. I can't confirm or deny that, though.
0: I'm going to have to put a spoiler warning <laughs> on Silent Night, Deadly Night for Star Wars The Force Awakens.
1: <laughs>
0: that's, that's all kinds of fucked up right there.
1: <laughs> okay, let's be honest. This is going to be airing eight days after that movie opened. Do you honestly think anyone will have still be? My God, they made a Google app to keep people from finding out the secrets of Star Wars.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of people nowadays. They wait for the, you know, you know how you and me, we like to buy movies on the Blu-ray. There's a lot of people just totally wait for that new fantastic format called the digital HD. These people haven't seen Star Wars The Force Awakens yet.
1: Then you know more power to them if they can keep their uh, keep that thing a secret for a year and a half.
0: Yeah. Now this is actually one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Here is the little girl comes down, sees everybody murdered, and Billy pulls out his bloody ass um
1: (laughs) his razor,
0: (laughs) his razor. You think you think he's obviously because this movie's sleazy enough to do. You think he's going to kill her, but he actually gives it to her as a present.
1: Yeah cause she says she's been nice Obviously he ran out of them candy canes He was giving out
0: yeah. And this little girl Loves Christmas so much She actually sleeps with the Santa Claus though
1: I wonder if she sleeps with the dirty razor <laughs> if she will now <laughs> That's her sister's blood She might get some Hep C off of it
0: Yeah There's some nice artwork up on the walls of this house too A lion in the tall grass Velvet painting in the back
1: matches that paneling real well Mm -hmm.
0: yeah they should have had a scene where like he was walking by and he saw Linnea Quigley being slutty because it made no sense why you just bust into a house where there just happens to be a random slut inside
1: or yeah maybe like when she was calling her cat you know just out of the blue topless or something
0: oh Bobby Lovejoy Jr he got lots of shards of glass in his
1: torso yeah I don't get how that happened but Mm.
0: And, they, like, that's what I mean, why the movie kind of, I wouldn't say as much as it fall apart, but it just seemed like, like, they had the the beginning part with all the flashbacks of him as a kid, like, really tightly scripted and stuff, like, okay, we're going to show him going through this, we're going to show, and then the toys, now it just seems like they're just filming random stuff to pad out the runtime.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because now he just starts killing, why didn't he just take out a group of carolers? Mm-hmm.
0: And see, here we have the cops, they see a Santa Claus climbing in the, the top window of a house here. And they, you know, uh, they don't even, I don't think they even know that Billy's, like, on the loose. But, you know, us as viewers, we're supposed to think this is Billy invading another house. It turns out it's just a guy, like, coming to, you know, crawl through the window to, you know, surprise his daughter at Santa Claus or whatever.
1: They should have sued the city.
0: I think they probably did. I would have. Especially that they got the whatever people at gunpoint when it's just Christmas. Christmas prank or whatever.
1: Isn't this the other famous scene here? I don't know. It's coming up to it when he cuts off the dude's head.
0: I really like this scene too where he hides in the ditch while the cops drive by.
1: It's very apropos of our opening scene.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. And it's just creepy because it shows he actually isn't—he's not just in a, um, you know, a trance. Like he—he's smart enough to hide from the cops. You know what I mean?
1: See, I would have made where he gets away, and then in the next one, I'd have flash forward to like where he was like an adult, mm-hmm. and he had a family, and it could have been played by Burt Young. And at Christmas time, he snaps and he starts beating the shit out of his kids.
0: <laughs> what I what, yeah what I would have had happen was he gets away, like you said. He can't work at the toy store anymore because everybody's dead. So you know they go, he goes back to the orphanage. It's like a week before his 18th birthday, he gets adopted by Burt Young
1: because <laughs> he needs a he needs to adopt an older kid to help him move.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, you, know, you imagine Burt Young coming in there with his. Uh, His 18-day stubble (laughs) and his hair, like, going every which way, frayed and everything. And he's just like, you know, uh, hey, I need a kid to help me move. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. (laughs) Get over here.
1: Probably out on, like, a wife beater. Yeah. Aren't these kids a little old to be sledding?
0: (laughs) Yeah. But then there's even older kids that come out. Because these kids are, like, 18... Uh, probably, and then the older kids are like 28, but jump out. (laughs) Especially this motherfucker, this red-haired bully motherfucker, he looks like he's at least the father of two.
1: Oh, he's gotta be, like, just getting off work at the plant.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Getting (laughs) off work at the plant. (laughs) Go steal a couple college kids' slits.
1: (laughs) With the jacket with the fur, the ugliest jacket's ever made.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a jacket that they only sold in Colorado and Wyoming.
1: Yeah. I didn't, uh...
0: Now the, the I one, didn't... The one kid's wearing a Boston Red Sox hat. Again, you could never get away with that trademark in a cheap, sleazy movie. No. Now
1: he's got him in cross-faced chicken wing.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's it's... very painful.
0: I gotta ask, why is it so bright in this, like, middle of this snowy forest?
1: Obviously, somebody's got floodlights <laughs> on and their bullies maybe in their car.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> they did just get off the work at the plane.
1: VHS. If for some reason this is VHS, where they think it looked too gay the way they were standing and <laughs> getting ready to go sleep.
0: To that had to be censored. And you know what's really weird is the, the older guy in the, the, the blue jacket... I could. I was shocked when I saw this because it's an OP Ocean Pacific like winter snip snow coat. Like Ocean Pacific made like surfboard shorts. I
1: was gonna shit. say I have a I have an Ocean Pacific. I think I still got it in my closet like a pink. Uh, yeah, it's like a a boogie board jacket.
0: Yeah, they made like shorts and all that shit. I why were they? Making- Maybe
1: they were gonna branch out into the ski area, and this movie was gonna be the test gimmick.
0: They must have, because this little dork has, uh, ski lift tickets attached to the zipper of it.
1: And I don't, you know, here's the other thing, like, yeah, we gotta be careful, we're going sledding, they're going, like, they're barely moving.
0: <laughs> they're barely moving, and this hill is, like, it's not, like, he's even pushing himself to try to actually go fast. Well, Billy. look at how
1: slow he was going. He got to line up his shot. This is a kind of a more classic scene right here, yeah. I remember.
0: Yeah, Billy jumped out and decapitated him, and you see the body come down now, headless.
1: And Billy jumped out 10 feet in front of the other kid where there's no trees blocking him, yet the other kid saw nothing.
0: Yeah. That that's, <clears throat> that scene, I, I will have to say, really remind me of that Eli Roth Thanksgiving trailer. Yeah. Like, it seemed like a scene that would be in that trailer
1: the best thing Eli Roth has made so far.
0: Mm -hmm. You didn't like The Green Inferno, cousin?
1: I haven't seen The Green Inferno. I did pre-order it, so I will get it on January 5th. I'm anxious to see it.
0: I actually, honestly, I thought it was pretty good, to be honest with you.
1: Well, I remember all the complaints I read where it was just like those cannibal movies from the 70s. It's like, that's what it was supposed to be like.
0: That's what he said he was trying to make. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it.
1: I think I found out why we don't have more fans. Yeah, because we like all this stuff. stuff. Start insulting everything.
0: Yeah, we start telling everybody that fucking Kylo Ren killed Han Solo.
1: See, now you just did it.
0: (laughs) That was all my fault. Well, you already said it too many goddamn times. I couldn't edit it out.
1: Look, I'm sorry, but if you want to go see a Star Wars movie. Where the Stormtrooper mask look like Donald Duck That's more power to you dumbass But I'm talking We're talking horror over here
0: Now Do you, do you think That the Force Awakens stormtroopers Have a voice Like the killer In New York <laughs> oh, here's, here's a good one Cause I gotta ask you this Who do you think would win in a fight Ronda Rousey or
1: the New York Ripper? I'm going to have to go Ronda Rousey. The New York Ripper Mm. wasn't very tough. (laughs) He wasn't? No. Mm. I did a show with the guy, and he was going to explain why. That was the best movie ever, but he he never got around to that.
0: Was he busy making one flyer?
1: Um, No, I just don't think he could prove a point.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: Well that and the fact that I kept talking like Donald Duck. I think I threw him off target. Mm. At least they were smart enough to figure out that even though I wanna know how Billy aged up to the age eighteen, yet his brother who should have been fifteen was still like seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had the uh the slow uh, aging disease or something.
1: Must have at least he wasn't as ugly as Billy as a kid. Yeah a lot of ugly kids at that orphanage that's why they're all there
0: cousin have you ever seen um maybe you own it like i do you ever seen going to pieces the rise and fall of the slasher film documentary
1: i have actually the uh, stars i think made that one didn't they
0: yeah they did they talk about yes. this movie on there and they have <clears> the the old lady who played the old nun she's like the same age now that she was then it's weird
1: i'm gonna have to watch that again i know i got it
0: yeah i kind of want to watch it too
1: I have Terror in the Isles. That's not as good anymore, though.
0: No. I didn't buy Terror in the Isles on Halloween 2. I bought the Scream Factory Halloween 2.
1: I bought the Halloween 2 because I always remember Terror in the Isles, but uh, mm-hmm. then when I went to watch Terror in the Isles, I, I kind of regretting that purchase. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, w- when you watch Terror in the Isles on the Halloween 2 Blu ray, and I don't know because I haven't seen it, it's got to be like VHS quality, doesn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Or DVD it doesn't even best. look. Yeah, it doesn't look up converted.
0: No. I will say this part of the movie gets kind of good too, where the cops finally realize after a day and a half of killings what's going on.
1: Technically, they don't. The nun figured it out. She told them. Yeah, that's true.
0: Because the nun showed up at the toy store. Why, Why did the young nun go to the toy store and discover all the bodies? Was she picking Billy up from work?
1: Well, remember she called and they said he was Santa So she was afraid something was going to happen
0: Yeah, Oh yeah that's right I
1: actually really like this scene right here for some reason Yeah cause you think Maybe cause it's so fucked up
0: Yeah you you, you think uh, it's Billy Coming They really fake you out a lot in this movie though Showing you other Santas and making you think it's Billy But I have to say though, they Like I knew it wasn't Billy here Cause Billy never wears his fucking Santa beard
1: no, and he doesn't walk with, like, a limp, like he's got a peg leg.
0: I would say that this guy, just playing the regular Santa coming to the orphanage, though, if you saw, like, the way he was walking, he actually has a better slasher walk than a Billy did.
1: Yeah, he does. And this poor man's William H. Macy right here.
0: Now, what's weird was when the camera was inside the police car, like, there was no rear-view mirror, and then the next shot there was, and then it was gone again. That was weird. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: trying to think how, how traumatized these kids are.
0: Oh, that one kid! Uh, for people who don't have the DVD or are not watching it with us, the cop thinking it was Billy coming to you know kill everybody. The is they just shot the sand in the back. There is like a nearby kid got sprayed in the face and scarred with the blood.
1: They plugged him three times.
0: Yeah, and then then did you see that the close up? It almost looked like his guts or something was coming out onto the snow. Oh yeah, he
1: he was oozing. There's the killer snowman behind him.
0: Yeah, that killer That's snowman a... would, would later make an appearance in Krampus.
1: Ooh.
0: It mm. Se- seems that every time somebody gets, gets uh, dragged away in Krampus, then a, a snowman shows up on the front lawn to signify that they've been dragged away.
1: Yeah, I have no desire to see Krampus.
0: I, you know what? That's a movie I really couldn't recommend to anybody. And everybody <laughs> keeps saying, oh, it's in the spirit of Gremlins. Gremlins was fun. <clears throat> Krampus is pretend horror.
1: Well, if all they do is drag people away, yeah, that's not much of a slasher movie.
0: I mean, literally, the whole the whole movie is like creatures trying to get into the house so they can drag people away. <laughs> once, you I'm see, gonna make... once you've seen the ninth person dragged away, it kind of loses its effect.
1: My goal is to make the anti-slasher movie. I'm going to make a slasher movie with no slashing.
0: Well, what's going to happen then?
1: It's all going to be off camera. You're just going to hear noises.
0: Like squishy noises?
1: The camera's just going to pan away to a wall. And you'll hear like a...
0: Now, why Why did, Why do did these mulleted paramedics take the dead Santa away in an ambulance? Like, are they going to revive him somehow?
1: <laughs> well, it's Christmas. They're in a hurry to get home. Yeah. They don't want to be working.
0: Now, speaking of the remake a little bit, um, just called Silent Night, which the director disagreed with. She thought the producers were dumb as fuck for calling it that because nobody would know it's a horror movie just calling it Silent Night. But, yeah. um, but he was saying originally the script was supposed to be that the killer was a shopping mall Santa and then the, the, he was going to start killing people in an entire shopping mall. But obviously they didn't have the budget so then it just became a guy walking around the town killing random yeah. people.
1: You know, I like the remake.
0: I do too, except for the fact that it's one of those movies that's like one color, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it gets annoying looking.
1: Like, and you it, have to be prepared when it when it comes out brand new and the Blu-ray is $7. You know, you, you, know, you get what you pay for sometimes too.
0: Yeah, I was like waiting and waiting for that uh, movie to come out in theaters because I kept hearing about it. And then it came out, I saw it was on... You know, Best Buy or whatever, like you know, new this week. Silent Night, seven ninety nine. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I probably better rent this. Now.
1: <laughs> I ended up just buying it, and I actually liked it.
0: Yeah.
1: I it mean, had Malcolm I, McDowell in it.
0: I, I was like him. Say, you probably liked it. It had the real Loomis in it.
1: <laughs> You're damn right. That Donald Pleasance was a fat fucking ferret.
0: Mm. By the way, anybody, if we said anything that's offended you on this show, like telling you that Kylo Ren kills Han Solo,
1: oh, he's at it again, fans.
0: Yeah, that this kid was ugly or that, you know, Donald Pleasance was a fat ferret, go ahead and send us a complaint email at 1980smoviegraveyard at com, And we'll actually read your complaints on air.
1: And if you send it to you, maybe we'll give you a 20.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm kind, of, I'm kind of disappointed that my pocketbook isn't $20 lighter. Cause that means somebody's not listening to this show.
1: Uh, some a punk ass. He's next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he'll never know because he'll never listen to this show.
1: Nope. I could took that 20 He could have taken that 20 It's going to be getting cold. He could have got himself a nice tookie. Yeah,
0: this guy, this cop here, he really does look like somebody who would be a cop in a podunk town next to some mountains.
1: Wearing a Russian Cossack hat.
0: Mm-hmm. So this what everybody wanted to wear when it was cold in the 80s. I have one. Do you wear it? Because they look so uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I've, I've never... You know what? I wore it once. You no, know, it's actually very comfortable. It's very hot. Um, yeah. Somebody bought it for me just because I always said I wanted one, and... Um, I don't know, I've worn it like, it's a gag a couple times, but I think one of the times I wore it was in the dead of summer.
0: Mm. But it seems like it was, like that fur that's on it would be itchy on you.
1: Not really, which, I mean, truthfully, I have no hair, so.
0: Yeah, well, so that would make it even worse, you would think. Would well, the
1: inside's not all furry. The inside's lined.
0: Just the uh, the ears.
1: It's, it's just like that outside. And you can pin the ears up.
0: Like he's got right there.
1: Yeah. There, you drop them down, and then they're the... What do you call it They're like the flaps
0: When you drop them down there, Does that front part Flip down too Like a bill
1: Mm-mm. Just oh, the earpieces
0: like that This cop is Shitting bricks Now didn't he already Kill the The uh, The Other Santa I
1: was gonna say She should be like I got one of you.
0: Like why gonna, Yeah why is, yeah, Why is he Shitting bricks And And the paramedics Came and took that Other guy away How come he don't Have backup by now
1: yeah, I mean like how far out is this orphanage? It's just like the orphanage in Norbit. It's like at the end of town.
0: Yeah. What yeah. the
1: hell is that place anyway?
0: I'm guessing just some kind of uh like shed boiler room or something. Maybe where the hot water heater would be for the orphanage.
1: I mean something there's nothing in there though.
0: That looks like a place where you would take sunny on a nice romantic date.
1: Sonny is at it again, too. She's she's, she's she's in a bitter feud now with Chris Candido's brother. Why? He made a documentary about Chris Candido, and they didn't ask her to be a part of it.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say that they try to blame Chris Candido's death on her or something.
1: No, I think they did. She's probably hot that they're mad at her, you know, for all them times she cheated on him and all that stuff. But, you know, that's water under the bridge.
0: Mm-hmm. I still, I I still have a pretty big crush on Sonny. I'd say
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> you could make that a reality.
0: that's <laughs> true. For nineteen ninety nine,
1: you might be able to take her to see Star Wars: The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. where they kill Han Solo. Oh God, Why did we ever get that started? <laughs> oh, you know the you know the Strikes Empire you know the Empire in that movie is rebuilding the Death Star.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good. One. You know what Star? That's why I'm kind of ashamed to be a Star Wars fan right now. Is nobody is mad that you know keeping my episode four, six, and now seven are all about blowing up Death Stars. That's not really a good series anymore. than the same thing keeps happening over and over.
1: Yeah. You, well, plus you think that. Uh... The bad guys, whatever they're called mm-hmm. You'd think that they would get a new plan Because obviously building one of them places Is not working for them
0: Mm-mm. You'd be better off just That's... going to the planets And shooting everybody in person then.
1: Okay. Oh, See, now the kid's going to let Billy in Because he's dressed like Santa
0: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and the old nun is in a wheelchair now So she couldn't stop that from happening
1: Old bag. I bet Bert Young put her in that. That was another cutscene.
0: Yeah. He probably broke her legs. She
1: beat her ass.
0: He probably Bert Young probably broke that evil nun's legs because, <laughs> because she wasn't following behind close enough when they went to
1: dinner. She didn't want to adopt that kid yeah. to have some payback. He took that belt and beat the fuck out of her with it.
0: Yeah, he poured the he pulled the boards up out of the floor. He <laughs> was hitting her with it.
1: We have to cover Amityville too.
0: Yeah, you have the DVD, right?
1: Yes, so I do. I think it's Anchor Bay.
0: Yeah, I have the Screen Factory version, but yeah, we'll do it.
1: That's got a Screen Factory version.
0: Well, oh, yeah, it's actually a box set. Really. And the best part is part three is in Blu ray 3D. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's pretty I didn't like part one.
0: I like it. But it's just because it scared me
1: as a kid. Alright, we had. I just got the car in the mail the other day.
0: Oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. Alright, we had Billy winding up with the axe. Just like Kylo Ren winded (laughs) up with the axe with the lightsaber. But, um. Oh, jeez but uh, uh, some cop that keep in mind we've never seen this cop the entire movie came and shot billy in the back i find that hard
1: to believe i find it hard to believe it took him three hours to drive to the goddamn orphanage
0: it took him three hours to get to the (laughs) orphanage but they happened to just walk in the door the the second that billy was winding the axe up see i i think i think it would have been more okay this is where i would have gone with this cousin and tell me if you think this is a better idea. I would have had Billy actually kill the nun, Mm -hmm. and then the cops come and, like, whatever, they shoot Billy, but all the kids seem like the nun get chopped up by Santa Claus, so then they all become Billy's, like, the next year. You know what I mean? That would have been a great sequel idea.
1: Now, we're about to see Billy's brother, who's two years, about two or three years younger than him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Who is seven years old. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And he he got that same bad. Man, that kid's guys he's got a Clint Howard wig on.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say for a seven year old boy, he's got some serious Donald Trump hair.
1: <laughs> he's naughty.
0: He should should've told the nun you're fired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like Donald Trump, I'm not gonna lie. I like his TV
0: show. I mean, honestly, I, I don't like his campaigning because it's like...
1: I love his campaign. I
0: don't, yeah, I don't like it because it's just like more and more controversy. Okay, this is the song now Play Santa's watching, Santa's waiting. Santa, sung by a Ooh. bunch of creepy little kids. I think that's really... This song really puts a button on how, you know, the creepiness factor for this movie.
1: You know what's fucked up is when the, when Cisco and Ebert reviewed this, and I, I didn't oh. know this. I, I looked it up. Yeah. They read the names of everyone involved with the movies. <laughs> they should burn in hell and shame on them.
0: Yeah, which, like, <clears throat> uh, the thing is, is if this came out now, nobody would pro- protest it. Nobody would whatever. By the no. way, cousin, I saw the stunts there. One of the stuntmen's was uh, Don Shanks. And I'm pretty sure that's the guy who played Michael Myers in part five of Halloween.
1: Really? Yeah. We haven't talked about Halloween five yet.
0: Mm-mm. Probably because it's so terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's better than H2O. Oh,
0: I'll agree with that, hands down. H2O was a cleaned up, sanitized Halloween film for the general audience, I'd say.
1: H2O is probably the worst of the series to be honest with you
0: mm-hmm. this song i kind
1: of like uh, i kind of like part six
0: you know what's funny is i actually like really like part six It's as cock and maimied and goofy as it is
1: i didn't even mind trick or treat motherfucker
0: Uh, You know what? That's a bad movie with actually kind of good cast, believe it or not. Because they have a lot of name people in that movie.
1: My thing is, in H2O, they didn't do nothing.
0: No, yeah. Like, nothing happened.
1: I'm going to complain to somebody about that shit. Take care of that for me.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Everything's in my hands now. I'll go get our buddy Brain Lee on it. Actually, Brandon, it b- b- believe it or not, our friend Brandon Lee, we know he's a big uh, Halloween fan. H, uh, not sorry, not H, what is it? Halloween Resurrection Part 8 with Trick or Treat, that's actually his favorite in the series, believe it
1: or not. I've got a question for you. hmm Who's our friend Brandon Lee?
0: He's the guy who wants to be partnering up with some women. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's going to give you what? Fur.
0: Yeah so that's it for silent night deadly night pretty good movie i'd say not not quite as good of a killing spree as the guy had in new year's evil but still pretty good for a christmas killing spree of a I i would say billy is you know in the where would you rank billy in the the pantheon of slashers of horror films i'd say he's a he's a rank amateur but but actually to me the thing that makes this movie good is i actually like all the build-up scenes the you know like, it's told in chronological order, but the flashback type scenes of when he's a kid, I like.
1: I like him better than the Ghostface killer from Scream. Really? Was yeah, he, that's that's the weakest of all of them.
0: Because the Ghostface uh, killer <clears throat> from Scream, he gets, like, beat up a lot, doesn't he?
1: Well, plus it's always somebody new.
0: Yeah, so it's never even continuity-wise.
1: Billy was okay. I mean, he... Like you said, he was a little too lazy to wear the whole disguise, but uh, mm-hmm. he, he did. I, I'm just glad he grew up from looking like somebody that had polio to, you know, a, a handsome porno version of the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> did he look like a young Kylo Ren before he killed Han Solo? Oh, God
0: alright we're okay let's rank these these slasher killers
1: let's do that
0: you got Billy you got Ghostface you got Kylo Ren rank them top to bottom
1: well Kylo Ren did take out Han Solo yeah. so I'm gonna rank him as number one then I'm gonna go Billy mm-hmm. Ghostface killer always needed help and he still kept losing
0: yeah I actually agree with that but I think Billy, if he had a laser sword instead of a rusty hammer and a old rusty fire axe, I think Billy could have killed a lot more people.
1: Now, where do you rank Luke Skywalker, the guy that shows up at the very end of Star Wars The Force Awakens?
0: <laughs> where did I rank him in terms of, what, the slashers? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't really consider him a slasher, but if I had to, I think he could kill all those other people.
1: He might. That's possible. Yeah.
0: I think it's just going to be. Now, okay, we've we've clearly given away all the Star Wars Episode Seven spoilers, right? So let's. I'm going to spoil uh, Episode Eight right now too. Okay. Okay. Luke Skywalker is going to get killed by Kylo Ren because that's what needs to happen in the Disney universe. They need to kill all the old people, so all these new people who make minimum wage can continue the franchise, right? But I'm actually going to call bullshit on that, and I don't. I think no matter how you cut it, I think Luke Skywalker would be Kylo Ren.
1: As Chewbacca, when are they going to kill him?
0: He's. I think he's probably going to get killed in the like the next trilogy because they always need to uh, get you back in the theater with the old characters, and then they need to kill them off to give the new villain cheap heat.
1: Well, I think in The Force Awakens, the reason they finally killed off R2 was just for sympathy.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's clear. Well, actually, R2 doesn't die in The Force Awakens. He's just in a coma from being too depressed.
1: (laughs) What did J.J. Abrams do to him?
0: Well, J.J. had to get him out of the way so he could get that shitty orange soccer ball in it. Because J.J. gets some merchandising. Because, you know, J.J. invented a soccer ball... That acts just like R2-D2. But if he just showed R2-D2, George Lucas would still get the royalties from that.
1: Now, why didn't they have Harrison Ford? Like, being Han Solo, you could have got Burt Young in there. Mm -hmm. And they could have done the flashback where he just kept beating Kylo Ren because he wasn't doing his training properly.
0: (laughs) You have the new Emperor. His real (laughs) henchman is Burt Young. (laughs) Who has to pull out metal floorboards of the new Death Star. (laughs) and beat kylo ren in the back whip them all up whip marks everything in the back until he turns to the dark side <laughs>
1: now is, is part eight gonna take place on an ice planet
0: oh the first scene will for sure
1: i mean they're just remaking these
0: yeah you gotta keep the continuity with you know you know episode seven is a remake of four episode eight will be a remake of five and so on so forth
1: so are we in agreement that Fast and the Furious Seven is better than Star Wars Seven?
0: Oh a hundred percent. And and once once all of our podcasting partners have seen Star Wars Episode Seven, we will record on Movie Wars once and for all. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball in there, cousin, and we're gonna throw in a third part seven. It's gonna be Fast and the Furious seven versus Star Wars seven versus Rocky Seven. <sighs>
1: You mean Creed? Yes. That That's already long gone at the box office, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It was a big hit for about 48 hours.
1: Yeah, I know that well. But you know what? Rocket 3 is still a hit.
0: Oh, for us it is. Not for Stallone anymore.
1: No, Rocky 3 is actually a very popular show for us.
0: Yeah, it's one of our biggest downloads of the year, I'd yeah. say.
1: And you know what still gets the downloads? Good old Paul Kersey.
0: Paul Kersey, you know what, we can sit here and we can joke and we can complain about too much rape in 1980s yeah. films, but the real truth of the matter is Paul Kersey's been very good to us.
1: Paul Kersey is our cash cow, he, he he's our number one, I believe he is our highest rated show.
0: Yeah, Yeah, actually technically he really is.
1: He put us on the map.
0: He did. Alright, so I hope everybody had a great holiday season We will be releasing this on Christmas Day But we know nobody will listen to it on Christmas Day They'll probably be listening to this on January 2nd or 3rd or 4th When they finally go
1: back to work Oh, and let me say something, fans <clears throat> We I got a, two things, fans One, if you're on iTunes Please subscribe to the show. And also, please leave us a a rating, Mm -hmm. preferably a good one. I don't care, but any rating will do. It shows up better in search engines. Because
0: because we have to get a certain amount of reviews before it actually shows up on the website is how iTunes works it.
1: And if you don't like iTunes you don't use iTunes, Put let us know on the Facebook, you know, would you rather hear us on another platform? We can always accommodate you and put you on there.
0: Yeah, whatever will make it easier for you guys to get the show, we're willing to do. this. Actually, Cousin, I didn't even think about it. This is our last show of the year.
1: Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Technically, that the fans will hear.
0: Yeah, that the fans will hear. So, yeah, it's been a great year. We launched in, what, September we launched the show? Yeah. It's been a hell of a ride. We appreciate all the downloads, all the participation, everything.
1: All the fans on the Facebook that I – and and I'm going to say something. Everybody's going to give me credit. Every Even if a fan puts just a simple comment like, nice, I always like that comment, I'm key, I'm accommodating 2,500 fans. Some of these other shows out there, they got 60, 70 people on the Facebook. They can't even take the time to answer one question.
0: Exactly. We'll tell you anything you want to know in the 1980s. We're, we're
1: pleasing 2,000-something people. Mm-hmm.
0: We're even dropping hints on what we'll be doing on the 1990s movie Retroplex coming soon in the summer of 2017.
1: <laughs> That's real. You know, maybe be talking about more Kylo Ren.
0: Yeah, Kylo Ren. So, yeah, so I just want to say thank you to everybody out there. Hope you had a great holiday season. It sucks that you're listening to this, you know, at your desk or on the loading dock or wherever it is that you work sorry the new year sucks the holiday's over we gotta wait a whole nother year till the next star wars film rogue one star wars story but uh we promise we'll be back next christmas uh we'll have a lot of shows before then but we will be back next christmas to give the spoilers of rogue one actually i want to go ahead and give rogue one spoilers right now cousin okay at the end of rogue one they steal the plans to the death star
1: that would make the most sense
0: yeah Considering it's a prequel to Star Wars about stealing the Death Star plans.
1: hmm
0: So that's all I got until I got to go now record the spoilers. <laughs>
1: for the of the show. I think I'm going to go watch Burt Young beat up somebody.
0: Okay. Thanks a lot, everybody. Hope you had a great year. We'll have more 1980s movie bullshit coming in 2016.